0: Season two of Have You Got Five Minutes is brought to you in partnership with Nextdoor, the neighbourhood app that's used by one in seven households in the UK. This past 18 months, we've all needed to connect a little closer with the communities around us and Nextdoor are working to create a kinder place for people to have a neighbourhood that they can rely on. Tap into your neighbourhood at nextdoor.co.uk or download the app from your app store. i'm rebecca roberts hi
1: i'm harriet small welcome to have
0: you got five minutes the pr comms and marketing podcast answering the things you'd normally have asked about at an event or while making a brew in the office how are you rebecca yeah i'm good thank you in the middle of packing up my life because i'm moving house i don't want to talk about it it's stressful
1: (laughs) i decorated one bedroom and that nearly broke me so i'm not going to talk about that so i wanted to get your take because i know you're not a big fan of Online calendars. So, we're talking about calendars like Calendly, where you can go in and you can see someone's availability. I love them, although I can't have one for work for obvious reasons. So, why don't you like them? I have a love hate
0: with them, right? So, when people do like the use digital tools to see when everyone's available, so you've got organising a group meeting, kind of totally get that. I think if you're like in house and you can see other people's diaries, fine. It's more when you're approached by someone. And they say, like, can I have a meeting with you? And you're like, yeah, that's fine. And then they send you their diary and you have to, like, then go to the effort of, like, going through their calendar. It's fine if I've requested it. I don't know. I just think they can come across as a bit, can be a bit officious, just going like, oh, yeah, book in with me. It's like, okay, sorry, you're a celebrity. I'll try and find some time. <laughs> Am I being harsh? But I like it because it saves the back and forth. True, true. It does. Really, it does. I just don't know. I think there's like a, some of them just feel a bit like that. Is there a social etiquette with digital calendars or am I just being like easier offended? I think it works for some people, especially people who have. So,
1: you know, we've talked about the picking your brain thing. Yeah. I think if you've got a digital calendar and someone's actually booking in time with you, for a specific amount of time then maybe that also helps with that where people are like okay you can see that their time's pretty much blocked out and then okay this is the time they've left for maybe having a conversation I also think that for some people how do I say this in a in a way I think if you're somebody who's super busy and you juggle a lot of things and maybe you have like other side hustles or you have a main job and you have all these other things going on when people are able to book time with you then I guess it takes that pressure off of you to then have to think about okay now I have to arrange this and I guess some people don't have like kind of or can't afford yet PAs and personal assistants and that kind of thing to do their calendars for them.
0: Yeah, like, I think I get it in terms of I know quite a lot of consultants who like offer like coffees with like little chats and offer like 20 30 minutes. I guess it's to pick of the brains intro calls. And I guess if you were just doing your diary based on that basis, but maybe I just need to see. I don't use like a filofax or something. I sound like really old, like a real nan, like being old fashioned, like paper diaries. It's not that it's just more I think they can come across very can be quite challenging and then I also know people who haven't filled them in far enough and they have to come back to you and then like what if you had two people that had like different calendar systems and like you can book a space here and the other person's like well you can book a space here if everyone gets them and then it's going to be like a trade-off of who can be who's going to make the first move to book it and that's where it comes down to okay if you've requested it you're the one that does the legwork to kind of organize it right so that's I guess that's where I'm coming from like the etiquette when everyone has one like who's going to actually do
1: it. I think the only other thing that I struggle with with them is the logistical side of it. So some people have set it up so it automatically creates a Zoom link. And the problem is, say for example, we were inviting someone on this podcast and we use a completely different platform, we then can't go in and put the link sometimes and then it caused a lot of confusion. So you just have to be super organized with what you book on them and think about okay has it created its own link how do i put in the right information so the person's in the right place at the right time
0: yeah look, and i know like a lot of people relink really link these up to like hubspot or your website or ways that you can kind of create like business leads through them and that's a level of organization that i admire and like maybe if i get like a virtual assistant one day i'd love that and to organize me because you know what? i'm like harry you're like super organized i'm i would say i'm quite chaotic in comparison but like I'll, I'll know my diary i just yeah i just worry about having so many different tools and so many different diaries that it would get messy so i guess yeah it's trying to find the right one that you would actually use and i know people that have used one like calendar and then dropped it and used another system as well so i think like you have to find like any digital tool i guess find one that you actually will stick with <laughs> So for our five minutes this week, we're going to talk about one of Harriet's probably favourite platforms and something I'm obviously going to be using now because I'm in a house move, Pinterest. And we're going to be talking about how we can use that for business because you're a big fan, aren't you, H?
1: Yes, Pinterest is my happy place. I go there when I want to be happy. I think the, the big thing about Pinterest for me is that it's one of those places where... First of all, it's free, as in you don't have the hate and the trolling and all that horrible stuff that you have on some of the other platforms. But what I really like about it is it's a place where you can spot trends. It's really easy to use. And I guess it's just one of those places where you can find pretty much whatever you're looking for. One of the things I found super interesting with it is they have a special thing called Pinterest for business. And they walk you through like their ads manager, their resources, their insight and their best practice. And they have all these like interesting, creative things. And then they also have like Pinterest Academy.
0: Yeah, like I listened to a podcast back in... March from Social Minds, and they had someone from Pinterest and someone from made.com And I found it really, really interesting. And I'll obviously link it in the show notes and link it to a couple of blogs that I found which were really cool. But they were talking about the fact that you go to Pinterest specifically to look for things to buy or to inspire. And I think that their rates for purchase are like insane. I think it's something like 97% of people said they changed something or did something differently or, or used something differently because of Pinterest, and something like 87% said they bought something because of specifically of Pinterest. But what, what I found that conversation was really useful on that podcast was because they were talking about um the longevity of pins so a on other social media the ads you get can be really random like twitter ads at the moment are insane like stuff i'm getting is really really mixed and diverse and odd in terms of sales whereas you're going on there for like a specific collection and your interest and in what you've pinned so any promoted posts are kind of more relevant but also pins can exist for a long time so as a brand May.com has kind of really used it to engage with people interested in their brand but also interested in like interiors and decor and pins can last for a long time like a promoted tweet or an instagram post whatever will kind of die quite quickly whereas Pinterest boards will last a lot longer and then I did a bit of digging in prep for this and it was like their lens feature which is really cool so you can now shop using your phone like seeing something and it'll come up with actual things you could buy and I always felt like with Pinterest when I used it like we're going back well like maybe eight years ago when it was I was first using it. A lot of stuff was in the States. So I couldn't find things. And it was like, oh, I have fallen over this wallpaper. Like, I'll never be able to get it. And now it's just so much easier. There's so much stuff on there. And just finally, the other stuff that I found really, really interesting was who's using it. So, you know, you just think, well, if I've not got a product to sell, is it relevant? NHS have got a really good account on there with like some really good, like healthy lifestyle messages. They've grouped things into boards in terms of like COVID messaging. And it made me think about like councils, universities. Like there is so much scope for brands to think more creatively on there, I think. And Man United have got a really good account as well.
1: Yeah, I remember when I about three years ago when I was working in another council we were doing a new waste and recycling campaign and so we had to talk to people about what to do with your old wheelie bins and we actually created a Pinterest board of all the things that they could do with their old wheelie bins and then we shared that for the residents and I think I agree with you on the shopping thing because I think sometimes with a lot of platforms so I know Instagram you can see a picture and then you you can tell you can press it and it sort of shows you what the person's wearing them from where but what I find I really like with Pinterest is say for example you see a kind of style that you like or aesthetic in terms of fashion you can then go on the shop tab and you can see alternatives so you're not tied to that one brand so it pulls different alternatives and I I really like that And and I guess also is the fact that you can find that search aspect of it so say for example there's somebody I know who has a interior design company and they make like kitchens and bathrooms and that kind of thing and I was saying to him about Pinterest what they need to do is create things or boards and also label their pins depending on how people search so most people will search either by color maybe because they've got a certain problem like they've got a small kitchen or maybe they're trying to go for a certain look or feel so you can actually tailor so many different searches to one pin and I guess with other platforms is you've got to keep doing hashtag this hashtag that and then people see it and then it gets a bit clunky
0: yeah i mean the rich i mean i don't understand all the tech stuff so i don't want to pretend like i'm some exit but the rich pins were really interesting around like how you can link those to articles blogs like so for smaller brands pinterest it's kind of like a really proactive platform to get involved in because it's a real leveler. Like you said, you don't have to be a big brand on there. But again, you can link things like availability and timescales to buy and all that kind of stuff on there. So you can kind of really detail your pins as well. And I just think like even looked at like Starbucks on there and they have like coffee recipes, they've got different boards for different drinks and like, but getting those boards to be like shared creative spaces, I think that's really key. Like made.com have used it as, and you can kind of see this through their website as well, like really engage their users to be, interior design kind of experts and sharing how they've used their product. So that then leads to lots of people doing their own boards and linking to them or creating boards that your like engaged users can kind of contribute to. And like Kingston University have done lots of stuff for their fashion degrees in particular. So it's really stylish but I think again other universities could create sort of different kind of student hacks, that kind of stuff on there. I mean it's predominantly a female audience on there but it is changing. And I was reading another article about how their predictions are really accurate. So Pinterest do like an annual, like, this is a com- upcoming trend. And at the moment, they're saying like Gen Z are searching for lots of neon stuff in particular, like bedroom LED lighting, that's like an ongoing trend. In fact, like 55% uptick in what search or something like that. And again, if you were in that space, it'd be so good to like read that and really understand. And I guess it's just like you were saying at the start, it's a kind of nicer space. It doesn't feel like you're not going to get sort of that toxic aspect. It's a really, it's quite a relaxing social media now compared to a lot of other places.
1: Yeah, and I, I really like the fact that they've taken the effort to try and make it quite easy for brands and even for content creators. There's a tab they have called Today, and it's basically that week all the tabs, all the content sort of, highlight reels they're trying to promote so they could have this week we're promoting or today we're promoting mediterranean looking kitchens or we're promoting flavored waters and then it just gives you all of that so if you're a content creator or even a brand you can then tailor whatever it is you're doing to what's on the today And then I guess also the toolkits that they've created for people to pitch Pinterest as a channel to like their agencies and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's just sort of real scope. And I think there's just lots of, I really like the health messaging. So I haven't really thought about that. I've seen like workouts and stuff. Like you were even saying like you found like presentation decks and stuff, haven't you?
1: Yes, I found presentation decks on there. Even I remember when we were talking about office space at work, I've seen things on Pinterest which I've shared with our accommodation team. So there's so much stuff you can find on there which can help. And I guess also the return on investment is still quite good in terms of ads because if you create a really good advert so I don't know whether you remember I've forgotten what they're called now you remember that cooking video that used to come up all the time and they would cook things and then you would just see them cooking and then they would show it I know what you mean and they've got so many of those whether it's cakes so if you're a brand that does food or you do anything that's sort of building something creating something you've got really good return on investment on your ads because it's not a crowded
0: space yeah so like I think I saw some Cadbury's stats from it was like Casey Pinterest had and it was like 55% of people brought as a result of just seeing that advert because it was like for a chuck shake and they'd use their product so again it's just i guess it's just thinking about content you've probably already got or creating for the channels but putting it on somewhere that people are actively looking for that kind of stuff rather than just like interrupting their normal feed i just want to go on pinterest now
1: (laughs) yeah let's just go on pinterest for the rest of the evening thanks for joining us and everything we've mentioned will be in the show
0: notes we're talking about the questions and issues that matter to you so dm us on social or get in touch with harriet at comsovercoffee.com or myself rebecca at threadandfable.com
1: if you enjoy the podcast please do rate review subscribe so others can find us and have five minutes with us find us on twitter at rebecca robert seven or at harriet's mozzie
0: Season two of Have You Got Five Minutes is brought to you in partnership with Nextdoor, the neighbourhood app that's used by one in seven households in the UK. This past 18 months, we've all needed to connect a little closer with the communities around us, and Nextdoor are working to create a kinder place for people to have a neighbourhood that they can rely on. Tap into your neighbourhood at nextdoor.co.uk or download the app from your app store.